Intro music. That's not it. What? He's no good to me, Dad. Intro music. Intro music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Yeah, and they don't get to see our dance moves unless they nope. see us on YouTube either. You gotta watch it man, live. <laughs> we are here for our very first broadcast as a rebranded podcast, and we are coming at you live. Bantha Milk Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Rob, how are you, my friend? I am I am a banter and a beskar short of being amazing. That's how I am. That's true. That is true. But you know what? Uh, as as much as we really like our, our good old long name, uh, people were starting to fall asleep in the middle of saying it. So we did decide on a little rebranding. You're going to get the same banter. You're going to get the same Bantha Milk as always, right? But we are under the umbrella of Bantha Milk Podcast coming at you live today on this most joyous of days, Rob. Yes. Happy May 4th. Happy, may the 4th be with you. Happy May 4th to you as well. And Now, is that like uh, the Catholic Church and you're supposed to say, yes. and also with and you? And also with you. And, yes, and I lift so. up your hearts and we I don't I don't remember the rest it's been a while. Uh, yeah, I'm not but, Catholic so I don't know, but There you go. <laughs> yes. But, but anyway, yes. it is May 4th. It is Star Wars Day. Uh the great thing about Star Wars Day is that it's made up completely cuz uh-huh. we just decided one day uh, we need a day to celebrate Star Wars. Yep. And here we are. And here we are. And this is the closest one that sounded like may the force be with you because May the 3rd doesn't sound like May the 4th. That's true, but did you see there's a new one going around on the internet now, and it's This is the May. Oh, so it's a whole uh, month of Star Wars? So it's Wars? a whole month of Star Wars, uh, which uh, I can get behind, right? I, it's almost like, you know, there's music in our school's month, and, yep. and, and there's Teacher there's Appreciation Week. Teacher Appreciation Week, of uh-huh. course. Yeah. Uh, so then and Star Wars Month. Star Wars Month. Yeah, it makes sense yeah. to me. I mean, right. the only problem is that's a lot of presents to give out. It's, you know, 30 days of presents. I don't know if I can handle all of that. To all, But do we give pre- Star Wars presents to our friends, or do we give presents to... The stars of Star Wars. Uh, like, do I have to mail Mark Hamill a bunch of stuff in May? No, no, that okay. we don't do. But to all of your friends that like Star Wars, you're supposed to exchange gifts. Not the friends that don't like Star Not Wars. Not the friends that don't like Star Wars. If you don't like Star Wars, you're out of luck. That's true. That's yeah. a good point. That's yep. a good point. Well, so. while we're talking about it, while we're talking about our banter, we got to make sure we do bring back the one thing that survived in our name. That is right. Which is the Bantha Milk, the right? Bantha we milk. are. We are going to banter amongst our Bantha Milk. And I will tell you, this one goes out to my buddy Joe, who is probably not watching. But in case you ever listen eventually later on down the road, Joe. I am drinking Joe, that guy, down in Texas, soon to be coming at us from as far away as it basically gets. He's moving. Basically, if I dig straight down and pop out the other side of the earth, he's going to live there. Um, but in his honor, I am drinking some so- uh, <laughs> old old granddad 114. Uh, neat uh, bourbon whiskey. So, so let's play. You, let's play a geography game with Nick. And so, from New Jersey, you're talking about going straight through the Earth, directly down through the Earth's crust. Okay, so where do you think the other side of the Earth comes out? I'm gonna guess somewhere in the ocean. Okay, <laughs> so uh, but. But he is moving to Singapore. Okay, all right. Which is pretty darn close to the other side of the world. I thought you were going to say, like, South Africa or something, and I was going to be like, no, we can't go from New Jersey. Yes, so, okay, so uh, I'll give you that. So you you are, your doctorate degree (laughs) is paying paying homage very well right there, yes. So I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Well, I appreciate (laughs) that. Um, Uh But yeah, uh, I'm drinking my old granddad. What do you got, Rob? 
I have some uh, Goose Island Goose 312 Urban Wheat Ale. So let's see if I can get this to pop. Oh, a little one. Oh, that was, that was pretty nice. I like that. Goose Island, by the way, is a Chicago brewery. It sure is. Um, it when sure I lived is. in Illinois, uh, they had Goose Island quite uh, in quite a few places. So here yes. is to Star Wars Day with Goose Island. Happy Star Wars Day. Day. And now we do got to tell you, mm-hmm. as we enjoy this uh, drink on Star Wars Day, uh, you might recall that all through the month of March and April, we had a little bit of a contest going. If you are a fan of our <laughs> Facebook group, you will definitely know that. And you should make sure you check out our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Sacred Jedi Texts. Yes. Uh, what's been going on with our with our big competition, Rob? So it was supposed to start and be uh, a play on March Madness. And, ooh, 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 uh, ooh, uh-oh. Oh, we just got well, copyright was, claimed. That's there was it. a pause. There was a pause in there. You couldn't tell. Uh, okay. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, my problem is um, I have a lot of other things going on, so I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't shutting down each week's worth of voting after a week. It was sometimes taking me up to two weeks. So we've gone all the way through the month of March and all the way through the month of April, and now it's May already. So I'm like, oh my goodness, we have to end this. Listen, like the NCAA, we we go loosey goosey with the rules. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's- we sure do. So we are finally down to the final two. The final four, as when we talked last week to Tom Amin, the pianist. Yes, if you did not check out our our last episode, and you are especially if you are a fan of John Williams music and Star Wars music, check out Tom Amin. Check out our last episode. We had a great conversation with him about his music and Star Wars in general. Yes. Um, So uh, he said he's a big fan of Yoda and Baby Yoda, and I said, oh, excellent, because both of those are in the final four. But it was Luke versus Yoda, and it was a close one. It was like a 53 to 40-something. Um, let me see. There was – I had a slight uh, mistake because originally there was an extra option vote. Oh, yeah. Someone wrote in Ahsoka. Yeah, someone wrote which, in Ahsoka. Listen, I get it. I am there for that, right? But there are unfortunately no write-in ballots in uh, in our bracket. Yes. So yeah, um, so there was a little uh, extra vote there. But, um, yeah, so it, I'm trying to pull it up right now as we speak. 42% for Yoda, 52% for Luke Skywalker. So Luke Skywalker beat Yoda by a little bit. And then in the other side of the bracket, it was Darth Vader versus Grogu slash Baby Yoda slash Norman, which is his should be his real name. And uh, Darth Vader won that 68 to 31 percent. So the final two. A lot of love for Darth. Yes, a lot of love for Darth. So the final two, which ironically enough are also our one and two seeds. Father and son. Father and son is Luke versus Darth Vader. And right now there's just a simple poll on Sacred Jedi Texts where you can pick either Darth or Luke. So if you're not in our Sacred Jedi text group on Facebook, go ahead and get in there, and then you can answer yeah. that poll question. Remember, that is facebook.com slash groups slash Sacred Jedi texts. Correct. Um, so that will get you able to vote, and we pinned it hopefully all the way to the top, so that way it'll be easy to find as well. Because today, you know, being the fact that it is Star Wars Day, there was a lot of posts in Sacred Jedi text, which was a lot of fun because some of them were cute. Some of them were funny. Um, Jay Kristen Wilson posted two different pins of Happy Star Wars Day. Um, please tell me it's not just me. 
is a picture of, of uh, like shipping, not containers, but shipping stuff off in the distance. Looks like a bunch of AT-ATs attacking. And then this one is, is a fun statement. And you know the keep calm and carry on statement? It says, calm you shall keep and carry on you must. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, spoken as... It was a as, pretty good throaty Yoda. I like Thank that. you. Yes. Yeah, spoken like, nice. like Yoda. So there's a lot of very cool posts in Sacred Jedi text. Nick and I are not the only two. And actually, honestly, I think Nick and I post the least amount in Sacred Jedi no, text. We've got, we've got some nice, uh, some active users on there yeah. sharing a range of things from complete uh, absurdity, whether it be Star Wars memes or posts or silliness or Star Wars news, things, uh, things that are happening in the Star Wars world. Because there is now that, you know, the year is picking up. We do have some stuff going on. Obviously, we're going to be talking about the Bad Batch today. All right, that was a big Star Wars Day yes. thing that happened today. We had our season premiere of The Bad Batch. So this is us just letting you know if you haven't seen it. There will be spoilers coming on later on in the show, but we will let you know once that spoiler zone happens. Uh, right? But you need to make sure you check out uh, that uh, Facebook group and vote because we need to make sure uh, we get an accurate representation of what right. our fan base thinks. What our fan base thinks is their favorite of all of the Star Wars characters since we're down to the final two. And also, while we're talking about that, Nick, why don't you tell us all about how they can get in touch with us on any of ours. We like to call them Soshmeads. Hey, if you're interested in more Star Wars info, want to chat, or even want to send us some Star Wars drink recipes, please be sure to check us out on all of our social meds platforms. You can catch us on Instagram and Facebook at Bantha Milk Podcast, Twitter at Bantha Milk. You can email us at BanthaMilkPodcast at gmail.com or even check out our website, BanthaMilkPodcast.com. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast over at the Ears Up Network. Our friends over up, over at Ears Up help us a whole lot, so give them and their many shows a listen. Their shows include Ears Up, Ears Up in Depth, The Supreme Resort, and Scraping the Vault. Also be sure to check out their Patreon at patreon.com slash ears with a Z up. For as little as $2 a month, you can help support our show. Any donations sent their way directly help us here at Bantha Milk Podcast and comes with great perks. So please check them out today. That's it. Check them out. Check it out. Network. They're our buddies. They're our pals. They have some good shows on there. They're good people on there. And they help us out as often as they can. They sure do. Uh, Now, I will point out that uh, Joe, who uh, is my buddy who I was talking about earlier, actually did hop in and he is in the chat. And he says, I wish Soshmeads wasn't a thing. Uh, let me tell you, Joe, nothing makes me happier about using the word Soshmeads than knowing <laughs> that you don't approve of it. That's right. It makes so, it even more fun now. Now we're going to use this it old granddad sentence. is for you, my friend, just like the old granddad. You have always been in my heart. There you go. On your way to Singapore. All right. So that's right. All right, so we we do have uh, a, a good bit of Star Wars uh, discussion to have before we bounce into our bad battery. Yes. Right. So, uh, Rob, what do we have coming up? Very special segment. Very special segment. Star Wars news. Sure is very special segment. There it is. This is uh, one of my favorites. There's especially now. So it's funny. All the other weeks we go through, we're like, yeah, there's not really much going on. But then. May the 4th comes around, and then, bam, you're surrounded by all kinds of amazing news. So the first thing, Nick, did you see that there is a real-life, real-life working lightsaber now? 
Is it like one of those real life working lightsabers? Like when I was a kid in the back of Boys Life magazine, there was like a real life working hover machine you could buy and x-ray specs, that uh, sort of thing? Possibly. I saw oh, a video yeah. of it, though. It looks real. So, of course, when the uh, internet gets a buzz about the fact that there's a real life working lightsaber, people are like, people are like, oh, my goodness, that's so dangerous. How can you control the beam of energy to stop blah, blah, blah? So they showed today Star Wars Galaxy's Edge just released a real quick TikTok uh, of the person dressed up like Rey. She turns around and her lightsaber turns on and out comes the light beam. It looks real. And then that's all you get. You get like a 30-second TikTok of this amazing real glowing moving lightsaber so you, then, what you're saying is that i'm now going to be able to bring a lightsaber to school and use it for discipline is that what you're saying um no false Chop off limbs nope. no false okay it right. is as real as the other real lightsabers that you can buy and honestly i think it might even be less real than the real lightsabers well, we have, that you can buy we have we have someone named chuck in our chat saying that he has one all right, Chuck, you're going to have to let us know how yours feels. Is you, could you, do you feel confident that you could use yours in a battle of any sort is what I want to know. Right? Because isn't that really the big question you want to ask when it comes to having some sort of a lightsaber in your hands? Right. Can I cut off Luke Skywalker's hand with this lightsaber? And even if I can't cut it off, can I pretend like I'm going to without breaking my toy? Right. So the real ones that you can buy... Um, they can take a lot more damage. This one that they showed, there was even um, <laughs> they how Disney's real lightsaber patent actually works. Um, so I am going to see if I can present this tab. Uh, so all of you hopefully can look at this. If you're on YouTube right now, you can see this as well. Um, Dr. Nick, do you see this? Uh, oh, you better believe I do. Okay. So basically what is happening is they have what looks like would be this diagram that is showing on, on our, uh, YouTube page right now. It's almost like two tape measures that can be, uh, sent out of the top of the hilt to make it look like the lightsaber is growing and shrinking again. This is going to be great content for those of y'all catching us on Stitcher and Spotify and yes. Google Music. So just use the force and imagine what you're seeing uh -huh. here. And make sure you check us out on YouTube because if you don't go check us out on YouTube, you're missing out on all of Rob's Star Wars toys behind yes. him. So right? that's right. Yeah, you got to check out all my toys. Um, so then there's there's uh, they show the patents of what Disney patented for to make this real-life working lightsaber. So basically, in a nutshell, it is a... That, that you see, Rob, you, you described it to me earlier, but without really seeing that graphic you showed me, I, I didn't quite understand. That is an interesting concept you yes. got there. So basically, you're talking about two, uh, like, slap bracelet type metal, which is, like, curved or uh, uh, tape measures that will expand out quickly. To make it look like the blade is is expanding out, yes, just like Nick's hat, Nick has showing us there. So it looks like the blade is is expanding out quickly. But my thing is, uh, I've used a lot of tape measures, and I know they're very easily creased and bent, and then they just like fall over again. So right. I have a feeling 
this is going to be a prop on a show, like one of their stage shows. And Ray is going to come out. The lightsaber is going to expand. She's going to maybe do like one swing with it, turn around, and then somebody backstage is going to quick switch it with another lightsaber with a solid, a more solid glowing um, beam of light. So that way she can actually really hack away with it. Listen, um, Rob, it's 2021. I'm just wondering at what age I will be and if I will still be of, you know, spry enough age to use it when I will be able to hold a lightsaber that when I press the button, a beam of plasma comes out capable of cutting through anything. <laughs> I don't think that's asking too much. Is that Why is that asking? I don't see any reason why that would be asking too much. If we can buy, you know, semi-automatic and automatic uh, assault rifles, why can't we buy something that's a beam of light that can just slice through anything. Why not? And you know at the end of the day, those sorts of weapons are so uncivilized. This is a this is a more civilized mm-hmm. weapon. Yes. From a more civilized age, right? Yes. So, I don't know. Let's just who do we got to talk to? Is it NASA? Is it Elon Musk? I don't I think, even know anymore. I think it's not Bill or Melinda Gates, clearly. Nope, nope, not right, right they're now. They're out of the picture now. Uh-huh. I'm uh. def- I'm pretty sure Elon Musk probably has already built two of them in his uh in his basement as we speak. Probably. So he probably already has a real work. They can probably lightsaber. launch themselves to the moon and then land right back where they, where they land. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Backwards. It's it'll amazing. just fly backwards down right onto a platform and then pull out a lightsaber. So yes, I like it. Uh, so that's really cool that they, they, they talked about it before, but now they actually saw the real, the lightsaber pop out. So, uh, check out Disney's, uh, TikTok page because it's on Disney's TikTok page. So yeah, for all our all our young viewers and fans out there, I got to tell you, we have a grand total of like five or six viewers on YouTube right now, and that's yeah. like mammoth. I'm just kidding; it's not that much. But <laughs> yeah, tell your friends, tell your friends about us, folks. Share share this link with your friends. We love talking to new Star Wars fans. We love meeting new Star Wars fans and having lots of new uh, perspective. Because I got to tell you, if there's one thing Star Wars fans have. It's a perspective. Yes. Right? So make sure you tell your friends about us. Do we have any more Star Wars news today, Rob? So uh, a couple little other things. Got an email from uh, Disney Plus. May the 4th be with you. Uh, New things that are coming out. Obviously, The Bad Batch, which we're going to talk a lot about. Uh, The Force Awakens from its nap is the surprise celebrate Star Wars Day with the Simpsons. Uh, Maggie in daycare has a Star Wars... uh, dream or quest i guess would be yeah so, you know i saw some sort of star wars simpsons ad today yes so that just right. came out today so everybody's got to go check that out and also star wars biomes uh tour hoth tatooine and more take a virtual vacation on some of the most incredible locations from the star wars star wars films you can watch that on disney plus star wars vehicle fly through soar through space ever wanted to go inside the Millennium falcon or star destroyer make it happen by streaming star wars vehicle fly throughs so you can stream all those things on disney plus which is very exciting um disney star wars may the 4th and this is the big one you know disney's got to sell stuff so happy star wars day there's like five thousand sales going on right now at the disney store at star wars stores wherever you can find star wars something's probably on sale the disney store has stuff on sale not just today but until like uh may 11th so you have a couple of days to really decide what is that big item that you need to buy and then my other favorite art email that i got today uh i have an I subscribe to this uh, webpage called Instructables where they teach you how to build things. 
today's staff pick 120 Star Wars projects that you can do. So, okay, like what what do you mean by build something? So, do you have any examples of projects like sure. that you can build out of there? Yeah, so uh, Star Wars projects. One is a one-to-one scale replica BB-8 prop. So the person tells you how to build a BB-8 prop. Uh, right. Star Wars corner bookmarks. So they're cute little pictures of uh, little things you can put in a bookmark. And if you want, since you asked, I'm going to share this with you as well here we go 120 star wars so you definitely got to check out our um youtube page for this 120 things here oops where did it go now i dang it staff picks now i'm gonna don't worry he teaches technology folks share this tab instead here we go uh so there's the little star wars corner pages there you can make a little baby yoda that's on your book page uh, oh, this is a. I like this one. Star Wars X thirty four land speeder bed. I want that. I, you mm-hmm. know, and you know, I think Pagan wouldn't be too bummed out about that. No, I don't think she would I th- either. If there's a wife that would think that was okay, I think my wife would be the one. I I agree. I think she would no. totally say. I mean, you can make it a king size. Ooh, bed. look at that X wing gingerbread man. Yeah, that's pretty killer. I don't know why I've never thought to do Star Wars gingerbread. No, because I'm not a very creative person. That's Maybe, how that works. but now now we can be. <laughs> now we know. Now we know the internet. Yep. Baby Yoda keychains, Baby Yoda phone stand. So a whole bunch of, look at that swing. Oh my gosh, look at that swing set. Chuck. Okay. Chuck uh, Chuck is in our comments right now. I'm looking at you, man. If you do not make this swing set for your children, I might have to call Child Protective Services. I'm just saying. An X-Wing playset swing. I mean, that is every kid's fantasy right there. So I mean, it was mine. Yep, for sure. that's for sure. So check out Instructables today. They had 120... Um, Ooh, look at that Chewbacca. Oops, yeah, I mean, I, I it, missed it. it's okay. You missed it, but there was a Chewbacca purse up there. Uh, that was pretty fantastic too, man. All right. And you know, Mother's Day is coming up. So every mother wants a That's Chewbacca true. purse. My mom would be so pissed. She at me, would man. be very pissed. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously with Star Wars Day comes Star Wars sales. So go for Go buy something. Everybody needs a Baby Yoda crock pot as well as uh, Baby Yoda oven mitts to go along with it. So check out all that. That's that's my news because we're going to dive deep into the Bad Batch very soon. Yes. Yeah, we have. Yeah, this is your warning right now, right? This is spoiler alert zone. Coming on from here, there will be spoilers. Now, for those of you who are concerned about crazies, but there was, I don't, I wouldn't say there was anything necessarily groundbreaking or earth shattering that uh, that happened during this episode uh, that might be spoiled. But if you are one of those people who wants to avoid spoilers and see it fresh uh, for the first time with fresh eyes, uh, it might be time for you to pause this and uh, go check out Disney Plus and watch the first episode of The Bad Batch. And I will tell you, I'm really excited uh, without even getting into the episode. Uh, first of all, we've been, uh, last I saw it was speculated 16 episodes for season one. Well, it wasn't speculated. The producer came out was and it said announced? there will right. be 16 episodes. Yes. All right. So, so, uh, right there, right there, right. We got, uh, we've got a good bit of star Wars content coming our way the next couple of months. Um, on top of that, this first episode now, I don't think we, any of us can judge the rest of the episodes by this episode. Right. Uh, but this first episode was an hour and 15 minutes long. Yes. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that happened. There was, uh, and I went into this episode hopeful. I'll say I was hopeful, but I'll tell you my least one of some of my least favorite things about the Clone Wars were the clone stories. Not necessarily that I didn't like them, 
Um, but I, you know, I'm invested in Jedi. I've always been invested in the Jedi. Okay. Um, and, and that's been our biggest link, I think, between all of the, of the series is the Jedi. So when I heard that there was a series being announced, uh, about this, this rogue group of kind of weird clones, uh, I wasn't necessarily as jazzed as others might've been, you know, I was excited. I knew Dave Filoni was at the helm. It was going to be good. Um, but you know, I I went into it with some reservations, and I thought I thought this was a great episode. Uh, it it did some great storytelling. It made me care more about each of the uh, the clones in sure. uh, the Bad Batch. Oh, hey Dexter, how are Dexter's you? Dexter's here. Dexter's hanging out with us too. He likes Star Wars too, so that's always good. Um, so yeah, uh, I, what did you think, Rob? What were your initial impressions? So it was pretty funny um, when we. Talking about the Mandalorian, we were like, we want the episodes to be longer because they're all, you know, 30 to 40 minutes long or something like that. Right. <laughs> and then this one comes out at 71 minutes long. Now, right now, my day is very hectic. I yes. After work, I coach. I have, you know, games and stuff like that. So knowing that we wanted to put this show out today and the day that the, this episode came out, I was like, okay, I was trying to find five minutes here, 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here to watch this because I knew I had 70 minutes of a show to watch. If it was yep. only 30 minutes, I would have been able to sit down, watch the whole thing and been happy with it. Probably yep. even watched it twice, but because it was 70, 71 yeah, for minutes you, long. For you, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I actually, Rob walked into my room at work today and I was like, so you watched it, I'm sure. And he's like, yeah, I watched like a half an hour of it. Usually by that time of the day, Rob had seen an episode like, two or three times but yeah. Like, yeah i'm on my second watch through i'm just you know reabsorbing yeah which is which is, unfortunately for me for this week is i'm not going to be able to spew out as much facts as i was able to do with the mandalorian because i've only i only watched it once and i didn't have any time to uh do any research as to what some of the easter eggs were now we did find a couple of the obvious easter eggs which we can talk about those um, but there's, there's some other things. So as a whole, I liked it. I liked the episode. I thought it was very exciting. Um, I thought it was a, a good start to the episode. We definitely got introduced to the new character Omega. Yeah. We're going to have to talk about Omega cause there's some stuff going on with Omega for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, so, so who were, I mean, cause you know, we, we kind of, learn that Omega becomes a member of the Bad Batcher. But who was who were the members of the Bad Batch? We have Hunter. Hunter's the leader, right? And the whole thing with the Bad Batch is they're these this this troop of clone troopers uh that have some sort of mutation or alteration that makes them kind of weird, right? But right. but better. Right. So Hunter has enhanced senses, right? So he's he can smell good and he can see good. And uh, there's tech, right? Tech right. is like really good working with technology and computers. Yeah, um, he's he's the, and then there's the uh, crosshair. Crosshair is the jerk. Crosshair, right? yeah. And uh, we'll talk about him. He's a much more complicated character than all that. But yeah, was, crosshair. He's the sharpshooter. I was hoping IMDb was going to give more details, but it hasn't really said anything. Wrecker yet. is it? Wrecker. Wrecker is the Wrecker is the big man. beefy guy. Yeah, he's like the you know the warrior class. The, so there's five the, of them to start with. Right. Um. And oh, and Echo. Echo. Echo is the normie, right? They call him a normie because, again, what what kind of happens with um, the Bad Batch is it's a continuation of a 
a storyline that began in the last season of The Clone Wars, right? So if you watch the, the last season of The Clone Wars, which if you haven't watched that by now, you need to get your tuchus back on Disney Plus and do it. Yes. Uh, because it's some of the best Star Wars content out there. Um, but uh, it, it it's pretty evident right away because the very first thing we see in this uh, episode is The Clone Wars, Right. And then it burns away into the Bad Batch. Yeah. And then we even hear that Clone Wars style narration, you know, that like 1950s war propaganda sort of, uh, uh, you know, we a bad thing is happening. Yes. You know, that's sort of <laughs> I that was the thing I hated the most about the Clone Wars was that narration. It, it's definitely In last kitschy. episode. We saw <laughs> the Clone Wars were battling against the troopers and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, shut up. Like, that's. So when they brought that back, I was like, "Ugh, I'm not going to like this. Yeah. This is already but, driving so, me insane. I don't know. I mean, they might do that every episode, but I'm not sure if they did that just this episode as like a, hey, you know, this is like we're continuing this story, but it's morphing into its own other thing or not. Yeah. I don't know. So we'll kind of see what they do with that. Uh, so, but yeah, so this was that continuation of that storyline from a Clone Wars. So right. it does help if you've seen the last episode or season of Clone Wars, but it's not absolutely necessary. No. And so, like you were saying about Echo, Echo wasn't one. If you watch the right. original, when he, when they were in the last Clone Wars, Echo wasn't a part of them. But Echo, yeah, got, he was just a regular clone. Yeah, but then he got captured, and they were using the the Imperials were using his uh, brain to figure out what tactics, right? What tactics everybody was going to use? So yeah, then, they, like I guess all the clones have these tactics programmed into a chip in their brain and they captured him and they held him and so they were using the tactics in his brain to counter all the different stuff going on and there was like a whole storyline with them trying to save Echo. Yeah. Uh, so then, which which was yeah. which was cool. I liked it. So then they yeah. save him and then at the end Echo realizes that he he now fits in better with the bad batch guys because he's now been altered the same way that the Bad Batch guys have all been altered. So they're all clones, but they've all, as they say in this episode, they're all genetic defects. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I do want to point out there that at one point during this episode, Tech says that Echo is more machine than man. Right. Which is totally a throwback to, you know, Obi-Wan saying Obi -Wan. that Darth Vader is more machine than man. Yeah. But then he adds the addendum percentage-wise. Right, right, which I think is kind of funny. Yeah, right. He's like, yeah, yeah. You're more machine than the man. I mean, percentage wise, percentage wise. Right? Like you've got a lot yeah. of you got a lot of robot in you. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> so I thought uh, that was kind of cool. So they spent a long time uh, on what is what are the long neck people? A key, not a Caminoans. Caminoans. Yeah, uh, the Caminoans were in this a lot as well, and they yes. kept talking about that there were five. At one point, um, Grand Moff Tarkin or Grand, yeah. No. Yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin. Well, at the point, at this point, he is uh, Admiral Tarkin. He is not okay. yet a Grand Moff, right? Because okay. I saw him walk in. That was my initial like reaction. But she specifically called him Admiral Tarkin. Admiral Tarkin. So mm -hmm. he says, he says, well, how many of these genetically modified or defective clone troopers do you have? And she said, well, we we're down to five. But Echo is not technically one of them. So then you're like, well, who's the fifth one? And then that's when you find out about the little girl, um, Omega, is Omega. the fifth yep. one now. So, you, so Right we, now, so again, that, you know, and you know it's a red herring sort of situation because mm -hmm. it's like, oh, she is different because she's a female clone. But I, there's more going on there. I'm thinking, I'm thinking her genetic defect is for sensi sensitivity. But that might be too obvious. 
She did you know do the I mean? one thing. Remember, she was sitting next to one of the clones, and she was yeah, like, she was, it was a uh, crosshair, right? And she said something like, "You, you will be okay," or she was like calming him down in a way, uh, almost like she, like you said, like was force sensitive type of thing. And she yeah. also was mimicking a lot of the leader. What's his name? The uh, hunter. Hunter. She was saying and doing a lot of things same way as Hunter was. So mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe she was like a female version of Hunter because every time Hunter would say something, she like tactic wise, she was saying the same thing. But the fact that she then did also try to calm down uh, sharpshooters, crosshairs, crosshair, maybe. And, and she said when what she said to him was, "You don't have to do it. I know. I know you don't. I know you have no choice." Right. right. So basically what you say, she understands that this chip in her, his head is going to do some screwy stuff, um, but you can fight it, I think is what she's saying. So, yeah, I don't. And again, the big thing is she shows up. And uh, for those of you who, you know, we, we just kind of jumped right into it. But Omega <laughs> is this this young female clone that we're introduced to clone of uh, Django Fett, presumably. Um, and she is like helping out in the, the medic team or the, the like the, whatever the hospital, the Camino, way. the hospitals. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they were saying um, that she was her, her medical assistant. Yeah. So why is a 11 year old, uh, uh, clone girl helping in the medical wing? Uh, She's got to have something going on, right? Yes. So it mm-hmm. it would it would lend itself that maybe she has some force sensitivity thing going on, or there's something else. The, again, the force sensitivity thing might be a red herring as well. It might be, hey, you think this girl's a Jedi, but actually something else. Right. Only time will tell. Yeah. And the other thing, um, last episode you asked, uh, you know, do you have any idea when this series is taking place? Well, now we find out. Yes. That it takes place. It starts right at. Order 66 is being dropped. so Which is, again, the the perspective of other places in the galaxy during Order 66 is something that has been shown in a couple different places, right? We saw it um, in Jedi Fallen Order. Cal Kestis, who's the main character for Jedi Fallen Order, uh, we get to experience uh, Order 66 with him as an mm-hmm. apprentice, Um which it, I thought was amazing, just being able to live that experience in a in a first person perspective or third yes. person perspective, I yes. guess. Um, but as soon as we saw, like, so you know, as soon as we get in, we see first of all, I guess this is a good place to kind of kick off into the episode, right? Yeah. We see the Bad Batch, and it's called Aftermath, and you know, just the word Aftermath, you're thinking, all right, this this can't be that great. Um, and as soon as we saw Depa Balaba, right? Depa Balaba is a Jedi Master. Uh, that has been brought. She was like again, as Star Wars tends to do. She was probably an afterthought extra uh, for for the Jedi High Council, but because it's Star Wars, that person got a story, and yep. that, that and became Dave a thing. Filoni. Dave Filoni yes. is notorious for taking all these small little characters, the Ugnots, that were just props basically in the movie. Like we need somebody right. to be these workers. We'll make yep. these like Ugnots, whatever. We'll call them an Ugnot, and that'll be the end of it. And then he yep. turns an Ugnot into a, a lead character in a whole in a whole season of uh, the Mandalorian. So yep. Dave Filoni then said, "Okay, well here's this uh, here's this Jedi that we don't know anything about. Boom! Watch what I do." 
Yep. So exactly exactly when we heard Depa Balaba, I knew we gotta we gotta be seeing our boy Caleb Doom. Caleb right? Doom, who of course they call him Caleb in this, which I think is mm-hmm. great because most people know him as Kanan Jarrus, right? Uh, from uh, Rebels. So if from you haven't Rebels. seen Rebels. Uh, again, on this podcast, we've, me and Rob have told you a billion times that you need watch to stop what you're Rebels, doing now and yes. go watch Rebels. Um, but this ties directly in with Rebels where we see, uh, just the beginnings of Kanan. And again, we see in Rebels how Kanan reacts to clones. Yes. Right. So we automatically know he doesn't trust him. So I wasn't expecting Kanan and Clone Force 99 to just go holding hands off into the sunset. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, it wasn't going to end well for them. But it was cool to see Depa Balaba and then to get to see Kanan slash Caleb Doom uh, and so, Order 66. So, Caleb was fun because I was watching it. I was watching that part in the morning. And uh, I see this young Jedi and whatever. And they're calling him Caleb. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm going to have to look up and see who this Caleb is. Then I hear him say, you know, Caleb Dune. Then I turn my back and I hear Freddie Prince Jr.'s voice. And I was like... Caleb Dune, Kanan Jarrus. Right. I was like, there we go. So for those of you that weren't able to put two and two together, we just did it for you. Thank you. You're cool. welcome. And it equaled four. And yes. you can use your calculator. That you math sure checks out. It sure uh, does. But Joe and Chuck are both uh, engineers, so they should be able to do that in their head, I think. That's I think a pretty so. simple basic math. They don't them. need all these fingers to do two plus at two. At least this many. Yes, yeah. at least that many. Yes, indeed. So, uh, yes. so, yeah, so we have Order 66 that happens, which is pretty cool. Um, and then we, again, this is something that they did with the Clone Wars that I loved, uh, and they're doing it again with the Bad Batch, where we see things that are happening concurrently with yes. the movie, mm-hmm. right? So we get the speech, uh, from Palpatine that he gives to the Galactic Senate, which is up turning into the, you know, the, the, the empire, empire basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's literally the same exact speech, the same exact audio, from the movie, but they they added in some uh, some of the animation, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, and it was kind of cool to see, uh, you know, first of all, we, we could see from the very beginning when uh, they were kind of chasing down uh, Kanan and like trying to get a hold of him. Uh, something was not right with Crosshair. Yeah. So we all know, or at least if you don't, we're going to tell you Order 66 was the uh, order that. The Kaminoin, Kaminoin, Kamino, the Kaminoin, I think Kamini, they call it Kaminoin. Um, they put a chip in all of the clone troopers' heads, so that way, if they ever needed to, they could get them to do something. And this one thing that they got them all to do was this Order sixty six, which was to turn on all the Jedi. So immediately, Order sixty six goes down. They're told to kill all the Jedi. All the Jedi are blindsided, wiped out. Now this happens at the same exact time for us. Uh, question for you: The clone troopers that were following uh, Caleb Dune and his uh, uh, master—I uh, forget Depa what her name Yes—they were painted white and green. Um, do you think the green meant anything, or is it just what they were doing as cl- and during the Clone Wars, where each different? Brigade, battalion, command, right. whatever, all had different paint schemes. Because even when we saw uh, Ahsoka come back at the end of season seven of Clone Wars, they all painted their helmets. Yeah, I think so. I think the Ahsoka one was more like a, out of respect for Ahsoka. 
uh, they like became a specific squadron under her command. Okay. Um, I do think that the colors probably have something to do with either the squadron or else the terrain that they're going to be in. Okay. Uh, you know, I've played enough Star Wars Battlefront to know that uh, I try and pick the 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 paint on my skin that blends in with the surroundings as much as possible. Um, so maybe that's what they were going for uh, a more camouflage situation. But I think the the Ahsoka situation was more. Uh, Specific to her, like a specific okay. honor. So That's what you're saying is is a full suit of bright white armor does not blend in and hide in the forest too well is what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, not so much. Not so much? Not so okay. Much. So, okay. So I didn't know if, if the green was specific or if it was just probably like a form of camouflage. So we're, we're, we're going to lean but, with more camouflage. But it's interesting that you bring up those colors, right? Because... Later on in the episode, when we know that Order 66 has happened and we start to see more and more clones like in the mess halls and clones like just kind of lounging around the the forts, everything has become much more sterile. Yeah, right? There's a lot less personality. The mm-hmm. clones themselves exhibit less person. Like, you know, cl- the clones have been clones for however long, but we right. always in Clone Wars saw that they all had their individual quirks and personalities. They've all become a whole lot more... Militaristic and less, yeah, robotic, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So it is interesting that order was given, and then all of a sudden, a whole lot of them. So I think, and there, there has been some talk about this: is that in uh, Legends, there was like a civil war almost between the clones and the newly in incoming stormtroopers, and and so it'd be interesting to see if they might do something like that because Tarkin's already talking about enlisting stormtroopers, and we know. You know, come Which, the Galactic Empire, at some point, clones are going to be gone. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see how that phase-out happens and how the clones react to it. Because we know that there are at least some clones that last beyond the Empire. Yeah. Uh, and also going back to when Tarkin was talking to the Kaminos about how he's not going to need their services anymore. Right. And they were like, well, we have a contract, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, they're like, where are you going to get all these people from? He And he said, we'll just enlist more people. And then she says, well, they're not going to be as good targets or not as good shooters or yeah, yep. as, as what we have, which was a total nod to the fans. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, I was what? like, hey, I, I know stormtroopers suck at shooting. Yeah. Here's why. Here's why. Yeah. <laughs> so that was great that they threw that in there. He was he was like, yeah, we're going to make sure everybody knows that we know that you know that stormtroopers are not nearly as good shots. And we're going to make a joke about it as well. So that was fun. Uh, a fun little. But clip. I feel like that's something that Dave Filoni just likes to mess around with because mm-hmm. he did it in The Mandalorian, too. He did it with uh, with Bill Burr's character. Yeah. And he was like, I was I was a sharpshooter jerk. I wasn't a regular. Yeah, he's uh, like, I, I wasn't a stormtrooper. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's just like, I, I guess at this point, it's just like it seems silly not to acknowledge it. It's like, it, right. Yeah, we get it. Let's let's talk about it and then move on. And let's <laughs> move on. Yeah. So that was yeah. that was a fun little line that they threw in there. By the way, Dexter is my my boy Dexter the cat is just hanging out. He just wants He's to be a part chilling. of all the action. He does. Dex, he did you like the Did you like the Bad Batch today, buddy? Meow. He wasn't. He he doesn't care. He He's doesn't a good care. boy. <laughs> uh, all right. So so we got through. Oh, so then Caleb Dune, otherwise known as Canyon Jarrus, runs away, and we see that Crosshairs. Uh, he's he's got something going on. He his chip. He has a chip. Yeah. Where the rest of them don't. The other ones 
either they don't or they fall off the chip. Or there's a defect chip. in it, right? Yeah. So they, they mention a couple times in this episode that there's some sort of a defect in their specific chips that makes them resistant to that specific order. Uh, but when they, when they like collect crosshair and they look at his chip, they notice that his is still functional, but it's, it's lessened. Right. Right. So that's why he was like, he didn't jump straight on. Hey, let's kill these Jedi. But he was like, Hey dude, we should, we should probably like, kill we this have, Jedi. We have, to, right? we have to kill this Jedi. I don't right. want to, but I have to, but it's orders. We should but it's it. orders. So, so that, that to me sets the stage for a couple things. Number one, it's cool that they decided, all right, the big bad for this season is going to be one of their own. One of their own, right? Yeah. It, it seems like Char- uh, Crosshair is going to be like the guy who's hunting them down. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it is cool that they went that way. Um, so they're going to have to reconcile trying not to get killed by him, not wanting to kill him because they know it's a chip going on in his brain making him do things. Right. And my bet is that they bring him back to the team. I mean, that's... So you're that saying seems... 16 episodes in, he's going to be back on the team again. I'm saying at, by the end of the season for sure. But I'm betting, you know, if it's a 16-episode arc, I'm betting he's not the big bad. I'm betting okay. at some point mid-season they find a way to get him back. And there's something that they do, right, that that changes not just him but a whole bunch of clones, right? And that that might spark some sort of revolution, and that's right. why we don't see clones anymore when the Empire comes around. Okay. That's that my guess. Cool. Again, I would like that's that. my completely non... I have no idea. I, mm-hmm. There's nothing that goes into that beyond uh, a glass and a half of old granddad here. Okay. So. Well, I think what they're going to do is go back in time and then go forward in time. And then when they go forward in time, get a book of the future and then take it uh, back into the past again. They're going to graze sports almanac it. Yes, they're going to do That's what I think they're going to do. Uh, I like it. Yeah. So no. Uh, yeah, I like that. I hope that he's not the big bad for the entire sixteen episodes. Now, also, old Clone War series. It wasn't necessarily a full sixteen season or sixteen episode arc. Always, they had like three right. or four episode arcs. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if how they do it with this. If they do small arcs where they make like an hour and a half movie out of something and then move on to the next one or if something carries right. on for the whole time which will be very very interesting also good yeah you definitely got interrupted but we did get introduced to a couple of characters yes that we already knew and and uh from other mediums right we saw saw Gerrera. yeah so that and was a lot we've of fun seen, we've seen him in a bunch of things we saw him first in rogue one right uh, and he was old in Rogue One, right? We old. saw the end of his life. Mm-hmm. Then we saw him in Clone Wars, mm-hmm. right? He was young in Clone Wars. We then saw him in Jedi Fallen Order, right? Which is the video game, uh, now, which is a great one. I didn't play it. Was he old Saul, young Saul, no, or somewhere was, in between? I, he was somewhere in between. He was, I mean, it wasn't quite, I think it was past, it was definitely past this. Okay. Right? So he was older than we saw him today, right? Which Was is he the hooked up to some like... He was not hooked up to any apparatus yet. Okay. Right? He was not yet Darth Vadered. Okay. Um, but yeah, so this is at least the fourth we've seen him in. I'm trying. Did we see? We, I think we saw him in Rebels too, didn't we? Yes. No, he's he was dead by Rebels, wasn't no. he? No. Yeah, Rebels is after. Right. Yeah, because he was dead at Rogue One. Right. So yeah. four. We saw yeah. him in four, at least four mediums by now. Um, I so it's cool to see him pop up. I, I'm assuming we'll. We've kind of seen the slow radicalization of Saw Gerrera. You know, we saw him at peak crazy guy. Right. Um, 
Darth Vader early on in his career. So now we need to see, I guess, how he, you know, became quite so radicalized. So interesting to see that. And the cool thing when we when we get introduced to Saul, they were told that they had to go um, kill all these. I don't remember what they called them, infiltrators or something like that, whatever. Oh, insurgents, they Insurgents, yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they, they had to go kill these insurgents. So then they're looking, and there were kids there. There were women there. There wasn't just an army that they were told they were in there to kill was this army of insurgents. Well, and they were expecting droids because, I guess, for droids, the past yes. however many years, mm-hmm. these guys were used to killing droids. Right. Right, um, which is probably easier than killing people. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. I mean, look what Luke um, did. Luke, Luke had no problem doing it. And now, so, yeah. Oh, he sliced through them droids. He sliced through them. So, yeah. So, they were there to do that. And you once again, you see we still have Crosshair is with us at this point in time. And he keeps arguing because they keep defying orders. First, right. they defied Order 66. They weren't going to kill Kane and Jarrus. Then they're defying this new order of killing the insurgents, even though... Right. Um, they're like, look, uh, they're not droids. There's kids. And then Crosshair's like, but we have to do it. So you can tell that his chip is trying to go and trying to make right. him do what he needs to do. Yep, for um, sure. So it was interesting. And they're like, we've defied orders all the time. Why do you care all of a sudden now? Yeah, Which so I've- now all of a sudden, I guess something happened with his chip because it's uh, some some something's messed up with it. Right, so whatever it is with Order 66, he really wants to try and follow that order. Yes. Not quite yes. working out for him. Not though. quite working out for him, no. And then, so then I, I forget because I've watched it in such little segments. <laughs> um, so then next, uh, is that when they go into Crosshair's brain and fix his chip? Or Yeah, they, they give him the old zapping, right? And they upgrade his chip and they go, we want you to hate people more. <laughs> right um, wants you to be more imperial yeah so um it, you know it was it was kind of interesting how they did that and they just kind of like all right we're gonna program you to be the bad guy now and that's that's kind of formulaic but i get it it's fine um i i will mention that at one point uh, again this whole time they kind of came back for omega right they came yes. back to go get omega because there was this little girl who was different and they knew that the empire was no good they were like we got to go back and get this girl um, at one point, Omega gets this doll, and I'm like, "All right, this doll must be important. This has got to be a red herring for something. This it's, has got to be like a throwback to someone. This is like someone's uh-huh. calling card. There's going to be a really cool cameo." Oh, and it wound up being Wrecker's freaking doll. Wrecker's doll. And the other thing that was it was so uh, cliche, we could say. There was a battle scene. They're all pinned down. They're trying to get onto a spaceship to get off the base or get off the station, whatever. And then you see Crosshair, uh, you see his, like, thing, he starts to target somebody, and then you hear a gunshot, and you're waiting for it to be Crosshair shooting somebody, killing somebody, but instead, it's Omega with a gun, and she shoots the gun out of Crosshair's hand, and they were like, I didn't know you could shoot. She goes, I've never shot a gun before in my life, or blast, or whatever she said. And so, it was really funny that the, you know, the 11-year-old girl saves the day, they're all able to run on the ship, and then she gives uh, Wrecker his little teddy bear doll, whatever that thing was. So kind of looked like a Pikachu. It did kind of look like a Pikachu. So it was funny that it was Wrecker, the biggest, toughest of all of the uh, uh, 
Bad Batch characters is the one that has the has the stuffed animal, has the little teddy bear. Um. So yeah. So so how did how did the episode end though? So I remember. I guess again, you're right because I did the same thing. I watched this in like four chunks throughout my workday. Yeah. Tonight, um. Whenever I got the chance, uh, I remember they got away. Oh. oh, that's right. So they got they got away in the ship. And then they um, say they need to go somewhere. They need to find J-19. out what. J nineteen. J nineteen. So they need to, They need to go to planet J nineteen. Now um, I heard that, and I went. I have no idea what that is, but obviously it means something. Right. So, from the article from GamerEvolution.com, as Hunter notes, the Bad Batch have very few friends, particularly after Order sixty six has been executed, and the clones are now fighting for the newly formed Galactic Empire. While there has been speculation that the Clone Wars Rex could be their contact on J-19, it actually seems likely that Hunter is referencing Sector J-19, the location of the, and I'm going to say this wrong, Salukami. 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 That's what it is. Salukami. Right, it's Salukami and Cut Laquane, right? Right, Cut Laquane is located in there. So he was featured in the Clone Wars Season 2, Episode 10, titled The The Deserter. In the episode, Rex meets Cut, a former clone trooper who abandoned his post after witnessing his squadron murdered in battle. Cut has retreated to a peaceful life as a farmer with a family, one of few clones who has deviated from their path in the army. So that's what they're going to say is that's where he's planning on going is to go find Cut Luquain. Yep. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see where they go from there. Um, you know, obviously this cut Queen again. I do remember this arc from the Clone Wars. It was interesting to see because uh, they did have some philosophical conversation about what like why he left and like what it meant to be a, a soldier and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see them kind of help him out. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how Order sixty six might have affected this guy. I mean, he 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 deserted. But I don't know that that necessarily means that the chip in his brain is not functional. So yeah, so we'll he see could what there. he could run into a Jedi and then suddenly feel the desire to kill a Jedi because it's in his thing. So uh, speaking of of Jedi, so do you think we're going to see any more Kanan Jarrus this season? I would say yes. Would be I'm my guess. Say yes, I'm going to say he's not going to play a huge role because again, we know Kanan doesn't trust clones right um so whatever role he plays it has to be one of suspicion like he he can't ever be like all right we're friends now right 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 um but i would imagine we see him again at some point i'm trying to think of other jedi that are around now they're trying to tie in a lot of stuff we know we're going to see um, Shenik Sand, right? Shen, uh, Fennec Shand, right? Fennec, Fennec Shand, Shand. Has, con- has been confirmed to be in this, right? So I am wondering if maybe we're going to see some tie-over, not just from Clone Wars and Rebels, but maybe we'll see some Mandalorian tie-in. Okay. Um, we'll, maybe we'll get to see kind of what happened to Mandalore when the Empire fell. We'll see them go to Mandalore. Maybe it'd be nice to see. Um, maybe well, we'll see Death Watch, right, and see see uh, Din Djarin get uh, adopted. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that we can still see in this era. And there was also an article that went out a while ago that said Dave Filoni is going to try and right some wrongs and fix some things that were done in movies and stuff like that in all of the newer TV shows and stuff. So they're going to throw out little 
things in there that could be fixes right. for mistakes or things that they didn't like about the original series. So since Little this retcons. does, yeah. So since this does take place in that era, they could, you know, change up what happened in history and make things a little bit different now, just by because it's they're Dave Filoni, man. I'm fine with it. Yeah, because he's, I, in my opinion, he's going to change it. It's going to be better as opposed to changing who shot first four different times. He's going to just add a little something special to it, make it a little bit better, and then it'll be uh, just you'll go, yes, that's the way it should be, instead of what, which is what happens with, with our good friend George. It sure is. But, man, I got to tell you, I'm excited to be talking about new Star Wars content. Yeah, man. And I'm excited about the fact that we will be able to talk about it for several months to come. Now, again, it was announced that it would be 16 episodes, uh, and I assume every week they're going to be re- releasing them. I, I doubt, I don't doubt that we'll have quite enough content every week to come out with, with a new breakdown, but we're definitely going to be breaking down every episode, at least every other week. We're going to be putting out, uh, at least two, two episodes a month to be talking about bad batch, right? Because bad, ba- this has definitely got a plus content and story writing written all over it. And I think it's going to be an awesome addition to the star Wars world. And we are going to be bringing you breakdown. We're going to bring you updates, Rob is a master at finding the Easter eggs. He's going to be bringing them. He's going to dip them in vinegar. He's going to dye them. He's going to put them in a basket, and it's going to be delightful. Speaking of Easter eggs, before we go, what I was trying to – my daughter did not come down because, like I said, before the show started, my daughter was trying to make us something for uh, Star Wars Day. She found a deviled egg little recipe, which – you dyed. Eggs. Oh, it's a shame it didn't work out then. You dye the yellow part green, so it's okay. like Baby Yoda, and then when you put the deviled part back inside the eggshell, so you cut the you cut the uh, white part of the egg in half, then the top uh, half you cut that in half again. So you put the green in the middle, and then you have the little cap on the back, so it looks like baby yoda's little capsule oh i see and then the yellow egg part in the middle would be green which would be little baby yoda on the inside and then the egg is the actual shell around it but unfortunately she didn't realize we were going to be recording this tonight is Um, she still planning on making them so she tried to i don't think she let them boil long enough to to get it to to work right um, so for our next episode, she's going to do it for our next episode. So, so, in, so you're going to bring them so that I can try them. Then. Yes. So we'll do okay. it beforehand. I'll bring some to, to work. You can take Yeah, that way home. we can try them live on, t- on live, screen. Yep. Cause exactly. if there's one thing that goes really well with bourbon, it's deviled eggs, deviled eggs and bourbon go well <laughs> together. If there's ever two things that need to go together, it is. Those oh boy. Two well, things. I will tell you, I will be there with bells on because I love deviled eggs and I love star Wars. And it is Star Wars Day, and we were so happy that we got to talk about new Star Wars content on Star Wars Day. And we are happy to be coming at you live uh, once again from our brand new rebranded Bantha Milk Podcast, right? Mm -hmm. We are Bantha Milk Podcast. Please make sure you check us out on all of our, as Joe loves to hear, social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Tumblr, uh, LiveJournal, MySpace, Zanga, I don't know, whatever whatever else is out there. Check out Ears Up Network. They're all great people. They're all great. Can I, and Uh, also... This fella here, Johnny Jalopy, we have Johnny him on Jalopy, Joppy Jelani, as I like to call as him. As you like to I like call to, him, yep. I like to mix up words. He, but he, he, was, up. he was great to chat with uh, two episodes ago. Check out his episode. Yeah. So uh, ever since then, I've been watching. He has a sketchy live every Monday night on Facebook, 
where he uh, draws different hot rods and stuff like that. And he was going to draw a Star Wars car this week, but it was also his wife's birthday, so he drew a car for his wife instead. But got to attend uh, to Itty B. Yeah, you got to attend to Itty B. Every every week I say hi. They throw a little special shout out to us and. Uh, they can never get our name right. So I told them this week, we shortened our name to That's just Bantha Milk, Milk Podcast because of them, because they could never get it right. And NEB That's thought right. that was the funniest thing ever. So there, it is. Uh, so there we go. So you don't have to remember the tongue twister of Banter, Beskar, and Bantha Milk anymore. You just it's- have to remember... Bantha Milk Bantha Podcast. Podcast. And that's right. BanthaMilkPodcast.com. Yep. Email us at BanthaMilkPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you, from seeing you, uh, from talking more Star Wars in the future. Happy Star Wars Day, everybody. Happy Star Wars Day, everybody. And from all of us here at Bantha Milk Podcast headquarters, we have spoken. We have spoken. All right, I ended the stream. <laughs> Rock on. That was fun. Man, I miss having, like, st-